Welcome to the LarryInFishers.com podcast. I'm Larry Lannon. There's an active group in fishers advocating for those facing disabilities. With March as Disability Awareness Month, there will be many activities organized by this group of people throughout the city of Fishers, celebrating and recognizing this special month. First, my sincere thanks to Stephanie Perry of the City of Fishers Communications staff for helping put this podcast together. I spoke with Jordan Dickey, Cecilia Coble, and Stacy Oldham about Disability Awareness Month in Fishers during the morning of Tuesday, February 26th. I'm at the Hamilton East Library right here in Fishers, Indiana, the library located at the Municipal Complex. We're recording this at the Ignite Space, which is uh, heaven for anybody who's an artist or artistic supplies, 3D printers. We are recording this in, in the what's called the AV room, where you have television production facilities, and the acoustics are, are impeccable in this room for any kind of... Uh, uh, audio or video production. If you have not seen the Ignite Space, come to the Hamilton East Library right here in Fishers at the Municipal Complex, the Hamilton East Library, and just ask one of the librarians to give you a tour of the Ignite Space. I think you will be impressed. Today our subject is Disability Awareness Month. That's the month of March, and I have three terrific guests to talk about how Fishers will be Celebrating and observing that, I have Cecilia Colbel, an at-large member of the Fisher City Council and uh, a longtime activist in this area. I have uh, also with me Stacy Oldham, who once again has also been an activist and involved in, in committees locally dealing with disability awareness, and Jordan Dickey. Jordan uh, will talk about everything he does. Uh, being in a wheelchair has not held him back. He's uh, he's He's... Uh, we'll talk about what he does in sports and how uh, the work that he does and uh, and talk about his involvement in some of these events. So everybody, thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Larry. Thank you. And we're in late February, so uh, we're here to tell you what is going to be coming up in, in Disability uh, Awareness Month. So I want to just uh, start off by giving each one of you a chance to talk about why this has become such an important part of your life. And I'll ask Stacy Oldham to start. Well, um, when I started this quite a while um, ago, I had difficulty because I was on a scooter. I've had uh, multiple sclerosis 34 years. And in my neighborhood alone, there were not sidewalks and curb cuts that were adequate for me. So um, I really came upon it um, from the infrastructure standpoint of the city. Uh, since that time, I've learned a lot more about both physical and intellectual disabilities. But uh, becoming an advocate for people like me, and I'm now using a cane and a lot better, um, that's become a part of my heart that I feel like we are an inclusive community here in Fishers, Indiana, and we've worked hard to get there. But it was one of those things that's passionate in my heart because I experienced it myself. Yeah, I would have never known you were in a scooter. I see you get around. You do use a cane, but you get around very well. Yes, my treatments, uh, no treatments 30 years ago at all. Mm -hmm. And um, they've come around full circle so that I am back up on my feet. We could go into a whole segment on that, Larry, sure. as to the the uh, MS and, and what they're doing with my disease. But um, I'm I'm very fortunate. 
Yes, I had people in my family dealing with it, and I worked with people with it, and it's amazing what the science has done lately. Yes. Uh, it's a much different uh, disease as far as trying to deal with it. Yeah. Cecilia, I know that uh, your daughter has been a big part of the reason why you're involved. Talk about your daughter and just talk about uh, your why you've been so it, ensconced in the whole Disability Awareness Month and the whole uh, Disability Committee here in the city of Fishers. Sure. Well, one of the reasons we moved to Fishers was because Krista had autism and cognitive delays, and she was receiving services here at Baca. And we also wanted to be close to the school system because we have an excellent uh, school system here at HSC Schools. And Krista right now is a Fishers at Fishers. She's a freshman in the life skills classroom involved in Best Buddies. And so she's very involved. The community, her social circle is is here in Fishers. And this is near and dear to my heart. Ultimately, I, I want to help create a community where our daughter and others who are like her and people with physical and intellectual disabilities can live a quality of life, can be a part of the community, do something meaningful, have social networks, have employment opportunities, housing opportunities. My my mother-in-law had a stroke five years ago and it left her paralyzed and she has limited ability only on one side of her body and is in a wheelchair. So now uh, I've learned a lot about physical disabilities. And, and so this is this has come close to home and, and very near and dear to my heart. And I feel like I could make a difference. But honestly, it's it's been a community of people coming together. And that's what makes this so special about March and what we're trying to do here in Fishers. We'll get into all that in a moment. So Jordan Dickey, I Knew your father very well. Still, no, I haven't seen him lately, <laughs> yeah. but I know your father. And, uh, you know, you are in a wheelchair, and you do have uh, challenges, but you've never let that hold you back. First of all, talk about why you're involved with this, and uh, and, and some. we'll start with that and get into yeah. some of the other things you do. Yeah, no problem. Um, well, Cecilia invited me to be a part of this whole month, really, and it's I just get to um, share my experience um, living with a disability. Um some of these programs or some of the just inclusive community has uh, greatly improved my life through adaptive sports, through getting a job where I'm excelling and growing as a person and in the community. And I just wanted to share my experience as a person with a disability. Well, talk about your sports. I'm mm-hmm. always fascinated by that. Mm-hmm. Tell me your involvement. Um, so I play wheelchair soccer. Um, we play on indoor on a basketball court. Um, we practice here in Fishers with uh, the team called RHI, um, Sudden Impact. Um, just a few athletes around the um, area, all young people for the most part in their 20s or, or teens um, on my team. And we play, compete um, around the state, around the country, and I've also competed internationally as well. Well, your father showed us a video once when he was working for the city. And if you think it's just a bunch of genteel people in wheelchairs, no, this is these you get out there and mix it up. Yeah, it's a definitely a competitive sport. It's a fulfilled my competitive spirit for sure. Um, it's I've always dreamed of playing a sport growing up, and soccer's given me that opportunity not only to play but also to meet a bunch of amazing people in the disabled community. And before we move on, uh, tell us more about the work you do. Um, I work at a company called Statwax. It's a digital marketing company right here in Fishers. Um, we do um, Google Ads, Bing, a bunch of different um, advertising platforms. And there I'm a senior data scientist where I try and automate as much process as possible, 
um, find opportunities for improvement in the campaigns and to try and make them run as smoothly as possible. Well, let's get into the the activities that are planned. Now, this is a podcast. You never know when people are going to listen to it. Mm-hmm. But for those of you who have uh, who are listening to this uh, before March the 1st, and I hate, you know, I always say, why do people have these at 8.30 in the morning? I'm just an old retired guy. But I still find a way to get to some of these events, and I'm going to try very hard to be at this one. This is your your kickoff is Friday, March the 1st, the first day of March, of course. Uh, who wants to, to talk about that? Well, Cecilia, start with that. Sure. Well, this has been a tradition now for a number of years. We kick off the month of March at the Fishers City Hall Auditorium. It will be at 8.30 on March 1st. And we have two Paralympian athletes that are going to speak, Jordan Dickey and Noah Malone. And they have both have very interesting stories about overcoming obstacles and meeting their goals and inspiring people with their uh, athletic abilities. So we're going to show some of their videos and they're going to share their story and the mayor is going to facilitate some Q&A. We just talked to Jordan, but uh, Noah Malone uh, was just recognized by the school board. And it just so happens there was a, there were several issues that caused people to come. So it was a full house. And I was really glad that there were so many people there because I got to hear his story. He is, as I understand it, legally blinded. He still runs track. That's correct. And he talked about, and Stacey, you, you can kind of embe- uh, maybe embellish this a little bit, but he talked about how he would have to use certain uh, landmarks on the track to figure out where he is and yet he still has accomplished a great deal yes correct um he explained that night that um he was not blind and it you know started running at four years old Mm -hmm. and uh, it was amazing to me that it was the first question the school board members asked was how in the world do you see the track and he he talked about how the bleachers play a part mm-hmm. in where the finish line is and so that he's adapted that way through the years even though his sight has gone it was uh, a great evening to uh, honor him and uh, he'll be a great speaker i believe you'll uh, see it on march 1st we Hello. want you there 8.30 in the morning, March 1st, you'll hear from Jordan, who you just heard from, and from Noah. And I think you will find both their stories as keynote speakers uh, very compelling. And that will be the kickoff. I'm going to just uh, talk about some events. I mean, I get to all of them because you are busy in the month of March. <laughs> uh, on March the 7th, there's an event uh, at Connor Prairie. And this is uh, titled... Uh, fear, stigma, and assumptions in the workplace. It's for employers. Who wants to talk about that? You want to talk about that, Jordan? You you work for an employer right here in town. Yeah, sure. I can talk about uh, my experience in the workplace for sure. Um, so I found um, this job and came into this job through a connection through my dad, who met Kelly Hendricks, the CEO of Statwax. And um, they just started talking and my dad's like, my son would enjoy coming into a job shadow, and I came in for a job shadow at Statwax and learned a little more, interviewed for an internship, got the internship, and then started full-time a couple years ago. Um, but at Statwax, they've really taken me under their wing and given me every opportunity to succeed. Um, they don't, they give me, they always ask, is there anything that you need from me? Um, to succeed in your job because they know if they give me everything to succeed, I will help their their company and I will help the um, workplace in general. Um, 
And it's always welcoming to hear them say that because they know if they help me, then I can help them sort of thing. And that's, I think, what employers um, need to realize is the disabled community can be um, an untapped potential there to um, tap into the people that may be unemployed but also have this um, skills and expertise that they may not have right now. And then we also bring a different perspective to the workplace. Uh, you know, Cecilia, I worked 28 years for the federal government and worked around a lot of people with various disabilities. One of the best, uh, when I was working in, in complicated tax law, one of our best technicians was a man who was completely blind, and he was he was a go-to guy. And, and this may seem interesting. He had better technology than we had. <laughs> he could wow. access things online before they ever gave it to us, years before they gave it to <laughs> us. So I'd go over and say, Rich, can you help us with that? Um, I, I saw for myself just how productive and, and, and how much uh, people with disabilities can contribute to a workplace. When you give these people a chance, it's amazing what many of them can do. You're absolutely right, Larry. And we're seeing more and more companies come on board and come alongside as employing people with physical and intellectual disabilities. Kroger, Connor Prairie, Memory Ventures, as we've provided these presentations in the month of March, inviting businesses to come and learn about how they can uh, hire people with disabilities. We're adding a list of more companies that are coming alongside us. It's a, it's a very, very um, interesting and exciting. You know, Stacy, you and I were talking before we started recording, and you uh, were uh, getting training in the media as a high school student. You'd worked, you had did some work at WFBM, which was one of the premier broadcast operations back in the 1960s and 70s. And I remember writing a letter to Tom Carney as a high school kid. He gave me a real nice response and uh, you know gave me some encouragement to get into media. But what I didn't know until later was that Tom Carney had a pretty severe disability, and you wouldn't have known that had you not seen him try to walk. And maybe, you know, there are lots of uh, people out there that have unseen disabilities as well. Um, I even think of my son has severe food allergies, you know, so you don't think about that being a disability necessarily. I know we have a wonderful mental health initiative here, and um, there are several with mental health issues that would be considered a disability. So what is a disability overall? And um, that's something, you know, in several different instances here we've been asked, and we've offered these opportunities throughout the month to get to know exactly what is it like. You know, I'm a person. We're people first. Um, we, we have life without limits. You know, I think Jordan's demonstrating that. And those are our themes. For this year, um, Empower Fishers is a theme of ours. And uh, we chose that because at this point in time, we've given a lot of information. Uh, we've asked you to ask us our story last year. That was our theme. And um, it was something where now's the time. Let's take action. All of us take action, not only learning about, but being involved. And that's what empowering uh, really has to uh, do with. Um, I'll go on to say a little bit here about Empower Fishers, but, um, you know, businesses, the employment piece of it you just covered. Um, I think we have offered several different opportunities for education and involvement and learning what businesses can do to get support. Um, as far as those with disabilities and their caregivers, we have several opportunities to find out what's available that you may not know about um, in, in one of the events that we'll have. Um, 
as far as the education community, the library's been wonderful in supporting us with various education programs. They're teaching an ASL class here. Um, so you'll see that on the list of events. And ASL sign language. Sign for those language, who don't yes, know. yes, yes. Uh, that's something. So sign language, and a lot of people want to learn that. Well, and that is like learning a different language. Exactly. Yes. We have a very large um, deaf um, mm-hmm. population here in Fishers because we're of our proximity to the the deaf school. So you know, when you look at our community leaders, uh, we've had wonderful support from Mayor Fadness, uh, from Deputy Mayor Leah McGrath, and um, you know the whole council. I have to give Cecilia credit for that. So if we're giving the information, um, we need people to join us. And so we feel like we've empowered people this year enough uh, in the third year that we're doing this to, to go forth and, and help us out. I think this whole idea of hidden disabilities, that's a very important issue because you may know someone, and mental health is one, but there are others where just by looking at the person, talking to the person, you wouldn't even know they have a disability, and yet they may be struggling very, very diff- with a very difficult situation. And, and Larry, another topic we're covering this year is dementia. You know, mm-hmm. I think about that in, in families and uh, of those of my classmates. Many of us are of the age that we have parents uh, with that. So there are elements of that as well. So. Oh, I've had relatives, and it's, it's a very ugly experience. I mean, and you need support when you, you have something like that. So that's a very good point. Let me move on to another event, and this is uh, Friday, March the 8th. This will be the Celebration of the Arts and Community Unity. That's the name of it. Uh, Fisher's Arts Council is involved, and I understand the Fisher's Community Chorus. They just love to sing any chance they get, and they will be there, and they will. Uh, you will enjoy listening to them. It's a good uh, vocal group. So, Cecilia, tell me about uh, how the arts community is becoming uh, involved in this on March the 8th. Right. This is one of my favorite events that we have because we're featuring the artistic talents of those individuals with physical and intellectual disabilities. And we're partnering up with Connor Prairie, the Fishers Arts Council. It's just a beautiful event. It's free to the public. But you should you should see the artwork that some of these individuals create. They are unbelievable. And I encourage everyone to come. It's free. There's going to be refreshments. It's going to be interactive. It's just a fun family night. And you're going to see artwork from people who are blind, people with physical disabilities, autism, cognitive delays, organizations that are also selling their artwork in order to uh, get raise a little money back for their organizations. And so it's just a beautiful event, and I encourage people to, to come. Uh, yeah, I uh, it's, that's going to be on Friday evening, March the 8th. Right? What time does that start at Connor Prairie? Yes, yeah, 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. Because I forgot to write down the times. Thank you. I appreciate that. I do have to add that sure. um, we have Miss Indiana who is coming, and um, her platform, as she um, ran from Miss Indiana, and she's very talented uh, in arts and drama and singing, uh, is keeping the arts in school, keeping the arts alive. And um, so she will be there as well with a performance and uh, signing autographs and uh, accepting pictures. Yes, and I uh, 
just from what I know, covering the local schools, arts are very much alive in the uh, Hamilton Southeastern school system. Well, I'm going to ask Jordan to talk about this because uh, there'll be an event Saturday, March 23rd at Fishers High School, the Adaptive Sports Showcase. That's got to be one of your favorites. Yeah, for sure. There's a lot of um, disabled sports around the community besides soccer, including uh, basketball and beat baseball, um, tennis, other things like that. Unfortunately, I won't be able to attend because I have a tournament that weekend, but um, I'm, I'm always uh, impressed by other athletes of other sports and what they can do and um, how we adapt as athletes. Um, you learn new skills, you meet new people. Um, it's really enriched my life, um, giving me opportunities that I would have never have had before. Um, I've been able to travel to France and Argentina and we'll be going to Brazil in August through soccer. And um, really, if I didn't have a disability, I wouldn't have those opportunities. Um, so having a disability in that way has enriched my life and power soccer in general has as well. I have to say something about beep baseball because I uh, I was a manager the last six years I worked for the federal <laughs> government. One of the fellow that works that worked for me uh, he was a beep baseball coach, mm-hmm. and he told me some amazing stories. For those who don't know, it's for it's baseball for uh, children who have uh, visual problems, mm-hmm. and the beep is to allow them because uh, to have some acuity as to where the ball is. Yeah, and it's a baseball for people who, have, who can't do either are blind or cannot see well enough to play baseball or softball, and they play beep baseball, and he. And and uh, this fellow that worked for me, he was. I just loved hearing about these uh, beat baseball games. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's really amazing, and it just goes to show how we as individuals adapt to our environment, and um, develop new skills through our disability. Um, I'm sure anybody with eyesight, if you put a blindfold on them, they would almost never be able to learn to hit a baseball by the sound. But people that are blind can develop those skills through. Um, experience that they had through their lives and that's goes back to the workplace people with disabilities have different skills that others may not because of their disability another event i'm going to mention here is on tuesday march 26th that's at the high school auditorium at hsc high school it's a movie and anybody who knows me knows i, I love film uh, it's a movie showing us of a film called intelligent lives who can tell me about that cecilia's going to do that Sure. Well, this is a documentary by the award-winning filmmaker Dan Habib, and it follows three young adults who have intellectual disabilities, and it it navigates through their lives when they're in high school, college, and in the workforce, and it just really is very powerful, and it is uh, very telling about some of the challenges that people with intellectual disabilities face every day. There'll be a panel discussion afterwards by the Ball State students and Dr. Lynn Jones. She is a a resident here in Fishers and a disability advocate. And so it's going to be very informative. And so we're hoping to pack the house. That's going to be at the Fishers High School Auditorium at uh, 6.30 p.m. Yeah, I, I, I'm a big fan of documentary films in particular. They, they're a very special way to, to tell a story. Uh, let me ask uh, 
Let me ask Stacy: is there anything that maybe I haven't mentioned that's happening in March that you may want to highlight that I uh, didn't have a chance to talk about? Well, I think definitely check out the website for the Hamilton uh, East Public Library because of all of the different opportunities you have there. There is one um, session about traveling with a person with disabilities, and if you think about planning for that, I've traveled with my scooter several times. Uh, if you're pla- traveling with someone who has a... Uh, autism, for instance, where they're stimulated. And uh, uh, I think about a book I read, uh, Fodder's um, Going to Walt Walt Disney World, and the number of different types of things Disney takes into consideration when welcoming a guest, Um, you know, anything from from the physical to the intellectual to food allergies and what have you. Um, There's a lot of things to consider. So this particular um, event is something that those who have not traveled Uh, This woman has traveled the entire world (laughs) with Mm. her son, and I think that's a great event that you wouldn't want to miss. Well, my wife and I just went to Disney World about a month ago, and there are scooters everywhere. (laughs) So, I mean, and and I've I've seen a lot of uh, their buses also are very well equipped to handle uh, people in wheelchairs. So it's amazing what some of the major corporations have done. Disney is certainly one of them. Cecilia, a chance for you to talk about something I haven't uh, mentioned. Sure, yet. sure. Well, I like Stacy mentioned that the Hamilton East Public Library here in Fishers, they are partnering up with us this year, providing uh, books and literature about uh, disabilities, intellectual and physical disabilities for adults and children, providing resources. And they're also providing a number of different workshops regarding dementia, the traveling with disabilities, the American Sign Language classes. Um, there's just a number of great presentations, and I think it's, it's worthwhile to sign up. It's, it's free if you go to their website. Uh, I think the other important thing is that uh, this year we're going to be providing some awards to some of our community partners that have gone above and beyond um, to really champion disabilities in the community and in the workforce. So I don't want to give away who those recipients are, but we were going to we're going to be announcing those awards at the various events. And so some of those would include a Life Without Limits Award that's recognizing an individual or business or organization that's made exceptional contributions to promote inclusion and accessibility. The Cornerstone Employer Award uh, goes to an employer that also has uh, shown um, opportunities to advance employment and opportunities for those with physical and intellectual disabilities. And the last award is Emerging Employer of the Year, and that's a up-and-coming employer that has shown interest and has wanted to learn more and become a part of this culture that we have. Another important um, information that I want to provide is that this year we uh, formed the Disability Inclusion in the Workplace Business Networking Group that meets every other month, and that's putting together the HR representatives from the various employers who are employing people currently here in Fishers and in the surrounding Hamilton County area, along with some of the providers that we also have locally that provide the resources, accommodations to help employers with job training, with coaching, with accommodations, technology. So we're, we're providing this opportunity to talk and network and, again, to really open up this culture of inclusivity in, in the workplace. It's really and fascinating and really important. 
Okay, Stacy's leaning in here. Yes, you have I, to I say. was going to say something. Yes, you've read that body language. Um, I think one of the things that people don't see about the month um, that we do, it's not a open to the public type of event, but it's business and community leaders as well as Mayor Fadness, you know, Leah McGrath. We do a My Point of View Day, and we bring all of those um, who have disabilities together with those leaders of the community and um, our, our city council members, and uh, we come together in what needs to be done, what are we doing well. Um, and that's been an amazing opportunity to talk about housing. We've got work underway on housing and employment and looking at transportation for those. Uh, every year we form uh, stronger partnerships that actually continue with work all year long. And that's something that uh, Cecilia and I are, are really looking forward to this year, especially we've given impact uh, input on the amphitheater that went up. Mm -hmm. When you look at how much our community is growing and we can build things in for those with disabilities. And the yard is another example where we might be able to contribute um, just in our perspective versus a city perspective versus infrastructure that we have in place. That's an opportunity once a year that you, you just uh, can't imagine what comes out. As a member of the city council, Cecilia, you know that there's been a recent discussion about some of the neighborhoods where the curb cuts and the sidewalks maybe aren't perfect. There was never a discussion about whether to, to fix it, just how we're going to fix it. You know, that's, uh, I think, every, you know, when I look back when curb cuts began and all this, I think we've all come a long way. It's, it's not, okay, it's not whether we should uh, invest and do this, okay, how are we going to get it done, who's going to pay for it? Exactly. It, this is an important discussion, and and I, I'm very proud of Fishers that we are looking ahead. We're, we're trying to be progressive. We're trying to um, meet the needs of, of everyone in the community and trying to find solutions to, to some of our um, aging infrastructure and some of our sidewalks and, and roads and, and taking into account everybody and, and their need to be able to uh, navigate through those sidewalks and roads and everything. I'm going to ask a, a question of each of you. I'll ask Jordan to start. What would you hope that people know more about this whole situation after March than they knew before March? Um, I, I don't know about no more, but I feel like the main theme should be to listen to the disabled community. Um, like Cecilia was saying about the curb cuts and all that, it's important to just get a perspective of someone in a wheelchair, someone with an intellectual disability, on and things that are happening around the community. Um, and I would say almost just to listen and learn and um, see if you can empower someone with a disability. Um, that's uh, my story is not necessarily inspiring. It's more about how I've been empowered by other people. Um, I've just been given opportunities that um, others with disabilities may not have in different communities. Um, because people like Cecilia and others are very um, open to that and want to push that. Um, so I, I'd say the main thing is just to listen and learn. Well, that would be a lot. <laughs> so I think you've, you've, you've hit your, you, you put your finger on something very important, mm -hmm. learning. Just like I said earlier, mm -hmm. you know, give people with disabilities a chance. It's amazing uh, what work they can do and how they can contribute. Cecilia, what, do you, what would you hope to accomplish at the end of this month of March? Well, I I think we've we've accomplished so much in in just a short time, and right now we're um, 
talking with Carmel and other cities who have seen the things that we have done for March. And so they're wanting to follow suit and do things to bring more awareness in their communities. So I feel like we're, we're really becoming a leader where we have a long way to go, I, I think, but we're, we're making our mark here in Fishers and, and really trying to build a community where there's life without limits in every March. Uh, we, we move the, the needle a little a little more. And I just want to thank everyone who has been a part of the Fishers Advisory Committee on Disability, the city staff, also the Committee for March Disability Awareness Month. It, it takes a village to put this month-long initiative together. And we have a lot of amazing and passionate people. And, and that, again, this is what makes our community so special. So I want to thank everyone for their input and, and their help with this month. And Stacy, you get the last word. I get the last <laughs> word. Well, I, I think it was very well summed up what I would hope that we get out of this. Uh, Leah McGrath, Deputy Mayor Leah McGrath, um, said in our last quarterly meeting, um, she explained a scenario whereby Spark Fishers, which is our um, annual 4th of July celebration, um, when they brought a committee of people together, and she said there were about 90, I believe, mm-hmm. um, she said everybody broke off into different tables and brainstormed on different events and things, and they all came back together without the prompting. They mentioned, well, what about those who can't see the fireworks, who need a better point of view? What about those who are um, uh, alerted by uh, noise, loud noise? And she said all of those comments coming together showed that we have a community who already focuses on disability and um, really builds that in wherever we go. That would be my goal. We're empowering a community to come together include all of those people with disabilities and make it feel like home. So that would truly be my goal as we move forward um, with the Fishers uh, March Disability Awareness Month to continue that momentum that we have, empowering other people and moving forward uh, as a community who embraces. Well, I want to thank everyone for being here. By the way, the, the Hamilton East Library here in, in Fishers, as you've all mentioned, is also involved. Their website lists all their events. City website, uh, Fishers website, lists all of the events uh, that uh, the uh, Disability uh, Advisory Committee will be uh, conducting. So I want to thank Cecilia Coble, uh, City Council Lady at, at Large here in the City of Fishers, Jordan Dickey, and also Stacy Oldham. I think every time I talk to you folks, I learn something. And I'm sure everyone listening to this learned something here they didn't know before. Thank you all for being here. Thank, Thank you, Larry. Thank you. My sincere thanks to Jordan Dickey, Cecilia Coble, and Stacy Oldham for appearing on this podcast. And again, my special thanks to Stephanie Perry for her help in putting this together. This is the Larry in Fishers podcast. My name is Larry Lannon. I write the Larry in Fishers local news blog from Fishers, Indiana, a suburban community northeast of Indianapolis. Thanks for listening. We'll talk again. <laughs>